Ladies, gentlemen, and others, thank you for joining us for episode 4 of Good Better Quest, titled Busy Days and Dangerous Nights. Or, Tinkers Tink, but Thieves Can't. In lesson 3, Team Nazcar reported to class. Tack totally figured out that dungeoneering puzzle on her own, y'all, and Siggy got tossed clear through a magic door. Later, across campus, Durak and Damakos got sent into involuntary nap time in monster biology class. What's next for our intrepid heroes? Will the gang join the Quibble team? How come there's not a jungle gym? Will Team Nazcar race to victory or take a hard left turn into disaster? Let's find out. But first, a haiku. Hello, green glass door. That greeting passes right through. Hello has two L's. Let's join in today on episode four of Good Better Quest. So, uh, welcome back everybody to Good Better Quest. Woo! Uh, as always, I am your Fungin Master David Hallman. With me as always is uh, Nolan Lacey. Hello! What, who? <laughs> I'm trying to get y'all into the habit of like maybe saying your character names. Uh, <laughs> that's how you? we're introducing ourselves. I yeah, am I realize Lacey. I should have said something. And right. I am playing Siggy Widgets. A cleric who is also a tanker. Nicole Davis. Hi, I'm Nicole Davis. Tack, rogue, changeling. (laughs) (laughs) Alan Day. Hi, I'm Alan Day. I'll be playing Damakos Carrion, the tiefling warlock. And Doug Holly. I am Doug Holly, and I'm playing Durak Ironhide, a half-orc barbarian. All right, so last time we played... You have to ask Nolan what he's drinking. Nolan, what are you drinking? Unfortunately, I'm just drinking another LaCroix because I am 1,000% a LaCroix boy. It's <laughs> concerning. But it's coconut okay. today, if that makes any difference. I was difference. just about to say, the flavor is what's important, or should I say the scent that they convince <laughs> you is a flavor. It We're confuses never gonna get my taste buds. sponsored you make fun of them, David. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll get yeah, sponsored. No. They're they're gonna they're gonna pay me to make fun of them. Oh man, would you like some fizzy water that tastes like someone maybe held a coconut over it for a minute? We got you at Lacroix. <laughs> would you like seltzer water that tastes like a coconut smells? Yeah. If we ever had to pick a new team name, I vote Lacroix Boys. That's, uh, I that's dig not it. bad. All right, last time we were playing. Uh, y'all went to class. You figured out Professor Silrune's dungeoneering puzzle quite deftly. If by you, you mean me. <laughs> <laughs> I was real impressed and, and very happy with how you guys me. decided to solve it. <laughs> Look, I'm proud. <laughs> <laughs> Which was chucking Siggy through the green glass door. And to, then... to be fair, she deserved it. I'm not here to judge, but yes. And then Durak and Damakos 
went to uh, Monster Biology where Professor Grindelwald can't believe you called him Professor was impressed. <laughs> no, that's his first name, Nolan. His name is Grindelwald Godborn, and actually, I came up with that name well before the movies. Which honestly, J.K. owes me money, <laughs> so you can make that check out to cash, bitch. Okay, mm, that's the official like GBQ say... position. Oh God. Nope. <laughs> the views of the DM does not reflect the views of the team. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he had to watch you guys fight, and uh, Dirac decided to just fight the teacher, which was, that was a power move. Damakos almost got killed by another character, uh, one of his classmates, before Professor Godborn just straight up said, hey, don't do that, or I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. So let's go over to Artificing with Siggy. It's, uh, I, I should say, it's it's been a couple days. You guys are getting into the swing of your classes. Godborn has taught Durak and Damakos about a few different monsters and, and how to deal with, like, necrophages and stuff like that. Y'all have gone through a few dungeoneering tests with Silrun, Professor uh, Silrun Stormwind. And Siggy, it is actually the first time that you have gone to the artificing class and Professor Nedrag Ivilo is actually there. I do have one question. Y yes. Is there going to be a quiz on these fucking names? Because I cannot remember most of them to save my life, David. We'll see. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm hoping you guys will get to know them over time. There's a lot of names, David. Yeah, but... I mean, it's like Game of Thrones up in here. I'm just really hoping some of them die, so it's okay for me to forget. Oh, David will remember you said that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Doctor Egbert Robotnik is teaching me. No. <laughs> Professor Nedrag Ivilo. It's N E D R A G E V I L O. Okay. He is a a small gnome with a brass leg and he walks in and and you've been in this class a few days now and, and just no one has come in besides you and uh sharith bramble sash who is a a cat person you've gotten to know a little bit wait wait like like she likes cats or she is a cat they they're a cat okay they are they are basically a Khajiit. Okay. Um, I think it's Tabaxi is the race in D and D. Professor Ivilo comes in and he says, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, the class size gets smaller and smaller for this one. I uh, I didn't realize I actually had students this year. Um, well, this is." I, I wasn't prepared for this, so uh, I, I guess welcome to the class. You'll uh, turn machinations of your mind into machines in the material plane. This is a hands-on class. If notes help you learn, feel free to take them. But I will most likely be showing you what to do, how to do it, and making sure you don't lose any limbs and uh he raises 
his leg onto a table to uh, to show that brass leg you, you noticed before, and there's gears spinning in it like clockwork. And the, the, this classroom is is like a workshop. There's workbenches scattered around the room. Uh, tools are hanging from the walls. Materials are organized on a shelf behind a desk with a very bored-looking attendant. And there's uh, eight forges that line the walls. And Professor Nedrag looks to you and, and Sharith and says, Well, it's going to be a very close semester, I suppose. What, um, what do you plan to m make this year? So, Siggy is definitely sitting at her desk. She, she's got those blinky eyes, you know, in cartoons when someone's, like, looking at someone very yeah. affectionately and they close their eyes and it blinks. I, yeah. I think she's very excited to be in an artificing class because she thinks that might be the missing step to a lot of her problems. You know, yeah. making making inconvenient, weird gadgets. She thinks they just need some more magic. Next to her on her desk is a mechanical apple that she's made to go along with her other useless items because you can't eat it. It's basically just a brick of brass shaped into an apple. <laughs> um, she's not she's not proud of it, okay? It's just, it was a spur of the moment creation. And yeah. um, she, she looks at him very seriously though and uh, she says... I've come because I need to learn how to make a soul vessel. He widens his eyes at you and says, A soul vessel? That's, um, that's quite ambitious and a little bit concerning? Siggy, it, she likes to keep it light. But when confronted with asking what she's truly at the university for, I think she takes on a very somber tone. Clearly, he's a teacher. She trusts teachers. She's, she's been raised to be respectful of, of people. She's very competitive, but she has a mistake that she's made that she does not want to admit to. So I think even by telling him what she wants her final project to be, she's, she's already thinking of how to backpedal, but she... she she just says, I, I, I know, I know it's a, a difficult task, but that I, I have to make it. He, he eyes you and, and he says, very well. I, I imagine over time you will uh, make it clear what your plan is to, with this vessel. But for now, Let's focus on more tangible projects for you. Why don't we make this apple? Uh, he, he picks up your brass apple and uh, he, he says, why don't we make it do something else? I think, I think Siggy, who definitely got caught up in the emotion of admitting to what she just said becomes very crestfallen having seen her apple again and realizing how far <laughs> she has to go <laughs> to make the goal yeah so she she nods her head and goes i i agree let's let's make it into something else he uh and and i think over the next few days of classes he he spends time with you like helping you learn a few things and uh i i think this is where you start to come up with your 
music box. Do you want to tell everybody else about your your music box? So, um, part of Siggy's her reluctance to really become a cleric is that she does not like blood. Like, can't stand it. Doesn't like the sight of it. Doesn't, doesn't like when people are injured. So doing the whole healing thing was not super in the cards for her. So the way she thought she could get around it was to have music boxes with healing word in them, essentially. So she's going to have tinkering items to give you guys for when we go out that will, if, you know, we're, we're going to have to work this. But hopefully I can use a spell slot to put like uh, some kind of healing word or, or spell in it and give it to you guys for when you need it as kind of like med packs that I have. Yeah. Oh man, so, I like that. I like that yeah. a lot. Yeah. I, oh, Durak's gonna like that too. I, I was thinking about that. I, I figured Durak would would dig that pretty hard. Oh yeah. It means we have a couple episodes to pick what song it plays. Oh yeah. I, I think I think she personalizes it for who she gives it to. Or it's just always All Star by Smash Mouth. <laughs> always. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that tone corrected one where it's just um <laughs> and they don't stop coming and they don't stop coming and they don't stop coming they don't stop coming and they don't stop that yeah it's just that over and over and over again so yep. whatever you guys are down that's what you're gonna wake up to wow Hell yes we're we're gonna say that anytime you have one of these artificing classes this is something you're working on is is those items Okay. Um, and actually, I, I thought about it just now. I, I think knowing you and I might try and we might try and build a specific healing tinker class. Sure. I'll, I'll look into it. I want to make sure I'm tracking right. This is a singular box or are these? It's like multiples, isn't it? Yeah, so I, I think I'm going to have, I, I have inflict wounds. I'm going to stock like one first level inflict wounds so that I can do damage to start with and then i'm going to put the rest of my spell slots into healing word or, or whatever healing spell that i can put into it i figured healing word makes the most sense it's a bonus action it uh it's first level i can give it to you guys and all you have to do is listen to it so i don't have to touch you mechanically it made more sense okay. kudos my man that is that is real nice we are going to switch over to tack oh so tack you have been having a little bit of trouble finding the classroom for this class, which is Intro Conduit to a Rigger's Huts. Your Thieves Cant uh, has translated Intro Conduit to a Rigger's Huts into Introduction to the Roguish Arts. You have almost nothing to go off of about where this class is taking place, about what else you're supposed to do, until one day Professor Silrun Stormwind, the, the same professor from Dungeoneering, approaches you at, at lunch and just says, How come I haven't seen you at class yet? I mean, I've been to Dungeoneering class. I've, I've been there. No. She she kind of gives you a, a weird look and, and raises an eyebrow and you see her realize, oh, oh, you don't, oh, honey. <laughs> uh, and she, she grabs you, it, it takes you on a walk through the courtyard of the school 
and she says, I want you to look around out here and, and, and just tell me everything you see. Do you see that tree? Yeah, I see the tree. I see there's some grass. I see the bush. I see the people over there that think I'm not paying attention to them making out, but I totally am. Uh, there's a bird. Like, I, yeah, I, I see outside. There's the window for the inside and a wall. And she says, hold up, hold. look at the window for me. Like, specifically that window you just pointed at. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's a, it's a stained glass window and you're, you're looking at it and there is a symbol in it. As you look at it, you get the feeling that whatever is on the other side of that window is dangerous. Silrin says to you, what's behind that window? What, what room is that? I mean, can I walk over to the window and... I mean, I recognize it's stained glass, but I mean, you can still see maybe some through, like, shadows or... It's a floor up, but you can absolutely try and climb up there. Woo! Let's do it! Okay. Yeah, give me uh, give me an acrobatics check. Or athletics, whichever you're more proficient in. I am more better at acrobatics. Come on. God, I'm fucking sick of this bullshit game. It's an eight. Eight... Uh, you, uh... Embarrass myself <laughs> You, you try You and... got there a lot faster than I thought you would. <laughs> like we were playing Mousetrap. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> you just I try my shit. little heart out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Professor Stormwind, uh, just kind of laughs and, uh, takes a couple jumps off of a couple stones on the wall and actually reaches her hand down to help you up. I get up by myself. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Like, I'm not trying to be rude, but I can get up. If I can fall on my own, I can get up on my own. Yeah. She, she sees you and she, she nods approvingly. She's like, cool. No, I get it. That's a independent woman. That's fine. And she points at the window and says, don't look behind it, but tell me, what do you feel about this window? I mean, I feel like we're keeping something behind the window that we probably should make sure stays behind the window. Why do you know that? I can just, something feels like evil behind it. I, I, I can just feel that. Right. So let me tell you a little something about thieves can't and she begins to tell you about how the rogue skill thieves can't works no one knows why but some individuals can read symbols and small hidden notes in different things to to help them discover things about the world and she is is telling you that that you have that skill. So it's not that everybody else is like stupid. It's just that they can't read this genuinely. It's I want you to think of it like dyslexia. No, this is tackass. For again. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay. That's uh Professor Storm Stormwind's uh answer is she says I want you to to imagine dyslexia but it doesn't change things 
incorrectly. It moves things around to solve a puzzle or prevent you from going somewhere you shouldn't be. This is something that all rogues understand. And it's something we've passed down for generations. No one knows where it started, but it's clear you have that skill. I, thanks, that's that's cool. I, I'm still not sure what this has to do with the engineering class. Hun, this is introduction to the roguish arts and something- Oh my God! <laughs> you teach that too? Yes! Oh, look at you go! That's awesome! <laughs> I've been wondering where I was supposed to go to be in that class, and then yeah. I just got hungry. And so instead of going to class, since it wasn't in the syllabus, I just kind of eat twice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I kind of I just assumed that you couldn't find the signs. And, and I was right. You have the ability to read and, and discern Thieves' Cant, but you just didn't know what the hell it was. Well, no, I... I just, most classes say exactly where to go on, like, the page, and there's not an internet here, so I'm not quite sure how you go about signing up for courses, but normally get told. (laughs) (laughs) She, she puts her hand on your shoulder and she says, this ain't like most classes, kid. I'm not gonna get docked because of my absences, am I? You're not gonna drop me from the class? Well, we'll see. It, It depends on, um, how much work you put into class. Listen, I'll do extra credit. Come to the... Come to the office hours every once in a while, and um, and she like as she's saying this, she's she's just kind of backing away from you, and and you can tell she's trailing off, and she's just totally just giving you the shit. She's she's just fucking around. Hold up, hold up, hold up. So like, I still don't really know where to go. That's just a window. She says, "Open it," and she jumps off the side of the building. Tax starts looking around for a rock. <laughs> To break the window She with? said open it. Tack takes things very literally. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yep, you can find a rock up there. I mean, before I break the window, I'm gonna... Can I try again to get up closer to it? To, like... You're by the window stuff? now. I'm, like, you're on the oh, second floor. Oh, that's where floor. she pulled me up. Cool. I, I wanna... Now that I'm up there, like, closely inspect the window. Read the damn window. It's It's got a, uh... The symbol for danger, but then as as you get closer, you see in the stone, like carved into the stone, are a few other symbols that mean ignore first sign, safe zone, and then a symbol that for some reason makes you think of the storm, which you interpret to mean Professor Stormwind. Oh, like, it seems like she signed that part? Like, that kind yeah. of thing? So then, yeah. so that I can throw a rock at it. It's totally all right, but first I want to see if there's a lock. Like, can I push it? Uh, <laughs> you, you push it? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to push on a little bit. It, uh, gives way. Okay, it opens. rock was number two if it didn't, if it didn't move, because I, I hadn't learned lock picking quite yet. No. So, <laughs> no, you haven't, and it bam. shows. <laughs> all right, is, so, is I mean, Is there anybody you, in you, there? You push open the, the window and, and there's nobody in there, but there is like an old, old classroom, like a, about the size of, of like a studio apartment with a, a chalkboard, old desks. Written on the chalkboard is, are the words, 
See you tomorrow, Professor Stormwind. <laughs> I mean, I guess that was cool of her. I hope, I hope no one took my food off the table when I go back and finish that. You get back there, it's gone. Son of a bitch. Just, they ate all of it. All right. So you guys are actually, you've been going to classes, I, I would say, for like three or four weeks now. And you are at dinner. You guys have, I, I would say you guys have gotten to get a little bit closer, but I mean... The only class you've had together really is Dungeoneering. Um, some of you have classes together like Damakos and Durak. And uh, Siggy and Damakos actually at one point. But yeah, what uh, what do you want to do? All the other first years you guys met are out here in the dining hall. Damakos is still awkward, by the way. But he's okay with making physical contact with Durak because of how many times Durak's had to pick him up off the floor. <laughs> I like that. And Durak's, I like that. That's good. To me, feels like he would be comfortable touching me, that I'm not going to light him on fire. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And also, I mean, I feel like since we've just since we've like established that the four of us are are, are a group or a team, Durak is you know by nature a loner. But I feel like part of his his character is that he's part of this team there's there's no way he's not going to be um like just a link in the chain no matter what so yeah like i think that that does make sense that he and damikos probably have a, a closer relationship because they they've seen each other bleed and 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 had to like you know escort each other off the off the mat a few times probably yeah so that's cool i like that i think siggy wants to fulfill that really competitive nature and she's trying to join like any any kind of sports club or like hiking club or or you know whatever is going on you know if there's field hockey or just just trying to get it there's a very confusing sport that takes place underwater uh called quibble where everyone fights over a ball when there's another tiny ball that's worth like a bajillion points. So why does anyone bother with the <laughs> other ball? I think she absolutely joins the quibble team, and All right. I think she quibble becomes is canceled. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> as far as like the team composition, I think she definitely falls into the annoying little sister. She's ready to go. She's hundred percent all the time wakes up in the morning and like gets breakfast and wonders where everybody is and does that like you know very enthusiastic like i'm enthusiastic so they need to be enthusiastic too kind of thing and is just flat out all the time just she works real hard she tries to motivate everybody it's probably demotivating with how motivating she tries to be she wants to get good grades she wants to beat the other teams and she wants to try and get as close as she can though i'm sure She's probably held at arm's length. Oh, the small one is so happy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like right now, because uh, Tack really, the only, her other classes don't have any of you guys with her. So I, I don't want to say she feels alienated, but she kind of feels like, what am I going to talk to you guys about? Uh, I mean, Tack wants to try. She wants to do well when she's in class. Dura doesn't particularly, particularly like any of them. Nor does he find that that's an important thing for a team to have to have. Um, I feel like he's settled into the place where it's just a matter of, all right, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna kill these three, and they're not gonna get me killed. And uh, maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll, maybe we'll have some adventures together. 
maybe they're weak and they will die. Either way, I'm Durak. I'll be okay. I, I like the idea of him following, like, when Siggy's about to go be clearly annoying to other people. He's just always in the background to make sure she's all right. Like, she's kind of important to my final grade, so I should probably keep her up. I feel like any fan art with Tag needs to just be her giving Siggy the side eye. See, I was thinking more like Siggy is like coming in for like a group hug and Tack just has her hand out doing the like on the tiny person's forehead and Siggy's just like, oh, come on. <laughs> I mean, because I don't feel like, I don't think Tack would identify herself as the leader at all, but I don't think she wants Siggy to be that leader because Siggy's so enthusiastic. And I feel like Durak is I feel like Derek would be the obvious leader, but I don't feel like he'd want to talk enough to do it. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's part of the challenge. Like, you're the wise enough to handle it. So I feel like Tack would basically, like, not try to be the leader, but just kind of try to make sure that it's not Siggy that we're listening to because Siggy needs to calm down. I think Siggy, like... She wants to be the leader, but she's ready to play second fiddle. Like, she's about to say something, and you guys see that she's trying to say something, so, like, Tack will speak up, and Siggy will just be behind her, like, yeah, what she, yeah, let's do what she said. That's a great <laughs> idea. She's so good. And, like, I think Tack does try really hard. Like, she wants to do well in her classes, but I don't think she wants anyone to know that she wants to do well. There, did y'all want to uh, talk to anyone out in the food court or what food court dining hall, or did y'all just want to stick together? Um, I definitely so, want to know more about the gyms. Yeah, the gyms. That's out of that's out of Alan's curiosity. <laughs> <laughs> we need to dig into that. Well, I mean, yeah, we I don't yeah, think so. Tack gives a shit about the gyms. Nicole cares about the gym. I mean, it, it could be hates gym. The the gym's shoes sucks. The gym's table Wee. is actually not too far oh, from y'all's. <laughs> the the gym's table is not too far from y'all. You you see, you know, all of them there. A wizard, a cleric. One of them has a long black rod, something you've never seen before, on his back. And uh, one of them's a ranger, and they're all eating soup in unison. I think um, because Siggy's definitely the most outgoing in this group, she uh, she goes up to the cleric gym and sits down and is just like, so what's the deal? He stops eating, and the other three do as well, and they all look at you, and cleric Jim says, what do you mean? Well, you're all named Jim. You're all eating in unison, but you're also all four different types of adventurers what's what's the deal if you're all gonna go for one thing why aren't you all clerics he laughs and and you know the others kind of chuckle with him and he says i mean <laughs> by the way hi i'm jim <laughs> this, this is jim jim and jim and you are uh, siggy just nods her head like uh yeah uh uh she <laughs> she <laughs> She says, my name's Siggy, uh, Siggy Widgets. I am also a cleric. And, um, oh shit, what's our team name? Uh, NASCAR. NASCAR. Oh yeah, team, uh, team NASCAR behind us. Uh, 
was wondering... I forgot uh, we made that terrible mistake. It was the <laughs> best decision you ever could have made in your entire life. And you oh, tell, NAZ you and tell your wife I said that. <laughs> N-A-Z apostrophe K-A-R-R NASCAR. <laughs> Team NASCAR and I were wondering, what is Team Jim? What is it? Well, we're brothers. We come from a family... I, I, I don't know how to put it. We, we just were the first male children in our line in a, a long time. And we, we just kind of want to make a name for the family. What's your last name? Jim. How do you spell that? I'm just, I'm writing things down. I'd like to know. <laughs> All right, I will only tell you if Tack is there talking to. Okay, Tack can be there, whatever. She went up behind Siggy because she's wondering what the fuck Siggy's doing now. He says, well, I'm, I'm the second oldest Jim. I am... That's Cleric Jim, right? Cleric Jim. J-Y-M-G-E-M. Jim Jim. The wizard, the, the wizard one says, I'm J-I-M-G-E-M. Okay. Ranger. The ranger says, I'm J-apostrophe-M. God damn it. And the, the one, you said stick? Because I heard that they wrote down with a long black stick. <laughs> he, it's it's a long black rod. You've never seen anything like it. It's it's a long iron rod with like a a wooden knot on the other so end now of it. He's black rod, Jim. Jesus. He uh, no. he actually he, he's like looking over your shoulder as you're writing that, and he's like, "Fuck yeah, I like that a lot." <laughs> I'm black rod, Jim now, uh, and the other brothers. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, like, like real life, I've written C J W J R J B R J. Like, I'm not, I'm not a terrible person, but B R J does stand for Black Rod Jim. Yup. Uh, he says. I'm just figuring out. out how all the fuck I'm gonna edit this. Yup. It's it's not. gonna be wonderful. Um. Big stick, Jim. Big nope. stick, Jim. No, okay. Too late. No. Too late. I love it. Black Rod Jim. Um, yeah, but uh, Black Rod Jim looks at you and he says, uh, you know what? I like you guys. Uh, if if you guys ever need anything, feel free to talk to us. Feel, feel free to ask. No one else has talked to us. Oh, believe me, Jim. This one over here, I gesture to Siggy. You don't have to invite her to talk to you. She's just gonna do it no matter what. Siggy turns Siggy turns back to Durek and Damakos and goes, Hey, guys, uh, look at these family gems. Look, they're uh they're really nice. If you ever wanna if you ever wanna see some family gems, they invited us over. Which uh, which one of these guys are in the classes, the engineering or the monster biology classes? They're all, like, all the people that joined the first year in Dungeoneering, and I believe Monster Biology you have with Jim the Ranger. Right on, right on. So I, I think that, um, I, I don't, we don't, I don't, Durag doesn't get up. He, um, continues eating from the, uh, the deep bowl that he's eating from, uh, and, and, and just sort of, you know, nods over to Ranger Jim. Kind of, kind of gives him a little, uh, little, little pointing at, pointing at him action because uh, he did something cool in class earlier today. 
Uh, like, I, I saw what you did. Damakos looks at Durak for his response, and then, you know, he sees how Durak reacts. Damakos does the same thing, except his tail is wagging. <laughs> Behind him, just totally giving off, like, the I'm happier than I'm looking vibe. Yeah. I'm kind of trying to understand Damakos a little bit more and how he feels towards all of us. He just accepts that you guys are there. He understands what is needed. Okay, how about this? Tekka, Tech takes Damakos off to the side and kind of like nudges him a little bit. Don't so touch sticky, me. huh? Don't touch me. Okay, yeah, dude, I'm sorry. I get it. I don't want to be touched. It's fine. I'll try to remember. I anyway, think, I think just so, for a note, Siggy sees you trying to touch him and, like, keeps it in her head. Go on. So, Siggy, am I right? She's kind of a little try-hard, isn't she? No, she's fine. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not saying she's not fine. Just, like, she's cool, but she tries real hard, doesn't she? Like, she really wants us to like her. Yeah, yeah, you guys are pretty similar. <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> yeah. Can I go back to my food? God, you're such a fucking dick. Yeah, I'm not sure. We just trying to bond with you for a second. She goes and stands over by a Durak, and she doesn't try to bond with Durak in this moment because she just assumes Durak. Durak knows. He knows. She's gonna stand with him in this. In what is in her mind, solidarity. <laughs> I think um, Siggy after after Tack comes back to the table. Siggy goes up to Tack. And very quietly in her ear goes like, "Hey, babe, don't try, don't don't touch Damakos. He's he's a germaphobe. He really no, I really know. D- I got it." Siggy just sits down. Thank you for your help. I appreciate <laughs> that you are trying to be helpful, trying to be helpful, trying real hard to be helpful. I think uh, I Siggy looks like a like a. a a very wounded dog and just like the big, big oh. teary pouty eyes. And she just no, looks no, at Durak no, no, no. and she looks at Durak and just goes, don't cry. What, 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 what's in the bowl this time, Durak? No. You, you still like those fruit loops? Don't cry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Durak sort of, sort of pauses mid, mid, uh, mid, like with a spoon in the air, kind of right outside of his mouth. And his mouth is like already open, ready to like take the bite. And he nods a little bit, and he takes a bite. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think Taggy, Taggy, oh God, if we ever get tripped, (laughs) kind of like stoops down to Siggy's level and goes, look, I didn't mean to make you cry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. Uh, I'm going to be honest. Half of me, truly sorry. Uh, Other half of me just doesn't want you to cry. And the third half... um, She's not great at He's math. He's bad at math. Um, the third half, I'm not the bad guy here. Like, do you get that? Like, I'm not a bad guy. I, I think Siggy just kind of like, like wipes the tears from her eyes. Like, uh, nope, got it, team. Uh, uh, no, I, yep, I, okay. I totally Look, get it. And she, anyone... she's like, I gotta get to class. All right, have a good time. I love lunch. Really uh, have a good day. Bye. And uh, Siggy goes and cries in the corner, uh, trying to reconcile how she can motivate her team again. <laughs> Tack feels bad, but she also is low-key convinced that Siggy was just trying to make her look bad by having this crying moment. Just then, um, Durak, Durak turns to Damakos, and as if no one else in the world exists, says to him, um, Is it just me, or 
Are, are, are you two wishing to kill something? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes. I would love to. I, I think about it at night when, when I lay there uh, not sleeping. I, I think about, well, we could go outside and, and kill things. Are we allowed to go out at night? I'm totally down for that, even if we're not allowed. You David, guys... can, we, can we leave the school and go kill things at night? <laughs> David, can we have class outside today? I know. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I feel like this is a thing. You you do know that uh, second years typically get to go into the forest to hunt and uh, grind experience killing boars. <laughs> But you also know that first years typically aren't allowed to do it, but you've heard tales of first years. All right, years. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. Hey, uh, uh, Damakos, if, if you're interested in perhaps uh, going to a little killing this evening, uh, come find me at sundown. I'm down for that. All right, Dungeon Master, set it up, my man. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like there's a little, there's a little adventure that needs to happen. Yeah. So you, it's just you two guys going out in the woods? Oh, fuck no. If they're leaving at night, Siggy is totally, like, she's got her pack. I mean, did they tell anybody else? Well, Siggy already left at that point. But I think when she hears Damakos and Durak, like, getting ready to go, I imagine they have to be back in their dorm and then they're sneaking out. She's got a pack ready and she sneaks out after them, trying not to be noticed. She wants, she wants to take notes. She wants to see what they're doing. I like to imagine that Damakos is actually clumsy with his sneaking. Oh, Durag like, is he's... sneaking. Well, yeah. Just walking, walking towards the place where we need to leave from. I'm, I'm <laughs> attempting to Durag sneak. Just doesn't really want to be left so... out of this event, so she's gonna come along. <laughs> she's not alone. So I, I think Tech would come along, but mostly because she doesn't really want to be just left alone in the room by herself. Everybody. Give me stealth rolls real quick. Oh, shit. Doug, don't even bother because he said you're just walking. <laughs> I am. I am. I mean, you know, I just feel like that's right. Yeah. I hate the... Can I just... Alan, I want different dice. <laughs> What'd you roll, Nicole? No, I'm rolling this now now. <laughs> not better not better literally i rolled a two originally and then i rolled a four so this is what the gods want yeah but your your stealth has to be pretty good uh my stealth is a plus two so that is a four how are you a rogue with a plus two to stealth uh because my plus three is on my charisma and shit okay and you rolled a I seven. Plus two to Dex, plus three to Charisma. Yeah, I rolled a, I rolled a seven. All right, uh, Damakos, ten. ten. Cool. You guys are not sneaky at all. Yeah, every Dex roll you've had me do, I've been below average. So. Basically, you guys are walking through, and as you're walking, you see the headmaster speaking with the bald high elf woman y'all saw the first day and they're walking right towards you and you're walking right towards the door to the outer courtyard that leads to the the deep dark dwarven forest he sees you and he stops the professor with him and 
points to something on the wall in the opposite direction. He looks back at you while uh, this professor is distracted, and he gives you a, a quick wink and uh, begins walking with her the other way. Mmm. I like Professor Winterhold. Let's kill some boars. <laughs> Boar hunter. All right, so you guys are outside. You have reached the edge of the deep, dark, warden forest. There is a gate. There's a gate with a big face on it. And as you approach, it yawns. And it says, Oh, great. Another group coming in trying to get up in my business. Why do I know that voice? It's from Fable. Yeah. That is it. <laughs> well, those things have a lot of voices. <laughs> so, above this door is the wor- are the words, the password is, and as you are looking at it, it changes from what it was before, and the word now says, monkey. Monkey? And monkey? the doors, like- monkey. Oh. And the, the door just looks at all of y'all and, and says, Well, I can't let you in. Ain't, ain't nobody coming in here unless you got a second year pass or you know the password. Maybe you could let a few boars out here. <laughs> he, he thinks about it for a second. He says, Huh. Never thought of it that way. I, I think uh, Siggy Siggy just stands up and goes, Monkey! What? Monkey! Yeah, if you've got monkeys in there, you could probably throw them. <laughs> <laughs> now, Siggy, Siggy steps in front of Durak and goes, No, monkey! No, what? Hold on. If I got what in here, I can bring it out. Horse. No, he said something else. He said the same thing the little one said, which was nothing. The password is monkey. The password is... And then I don't hear nothing. Siggy, Siggy starts hopping around like a like a chimpanzee. I actually tack lifts Siggy up and like holds it closer, holds her closer <laughs> to the face. Like, just, <laughs> come on, try, little girl, you can do this. Yell it in the face. She starts, yeah, monkey. She starts yeah. like scratching her armpits. Monkey, give me, give me a performance check, uh, Siggy. Okay. That would be a natural 20. He, uh... But my no, perf- that's all you need. <laughs> okay. okay. The door looks at you and says, Oh, monkey! And the door opens. It's splitting his face in half, making an almost CAT scan dissection for what you can see uh, of his head. It's really gross. Um, and he screams the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh that was the the answer to that puzzle was you had to get him to say the password uh, oh. yeah and as soon as you enter the forest the door slams shut and you guys are in pitch black darkness everyone in the dis- everyone has dark vision we all have dark vision. Fuck me, you do. I think I have dark vision. I actually <laughs> might in, not. You're all in pitch black darkness that is just 
basically not that bad for you. <laughs> and in the distance, you hear a howl from some unknown animal. And that's where we'll end today. Ah. Uh. I'm so excited to fight something. Yeah. All right. And that is where we'll end our episode. Um, I don't know when the next one goes up because we're just <laughs> stockpiling right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, uh, we will see y'all on Good Better Quest next time. I have been your Fungin Master David Hallman. Um, just... Scooby Dooby? Scooby Dooby kicked those commies right in the ass. <laughs> wow. a, a message that is timeless. <laughs> okay. Alright. Okay, now I'm stopping. That's it for lesson four. What's next for our heroes? Tune in next time, same quest time, same quest channel on Good Better Quest. This has been Episode 4 of Good Better Quest. Good Better Quest is a Final Plank Media production. Our Dungeon Master is David Hallman. The players of Team NASCAR are Nicole Davis, Alan Day, Doug Holly, and Nolan Lacey. Edited by Nolan Lacey. Intro music, A Prelude of Space by My Instant Lunch. Background music, Wizardorium, Sneaky Adventure, Marty Gots a Plan, and March of the Spoons by Kevin McLeod. As always, thank you for listening.